Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they do make it all happen for you and us, our business. TennesseeTickets.com. If you want Titans tickets, TennesseeTickets.com, the safest place for you to buy tickets. They will give you all of your actual money back if no games are played or fans are not allowed in the stadium. So TennesseeTickets.com, they'll do that Titans 20 to save $20 off Titans ticket purchases uh, right there. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Uh, Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. I got to work out tomorrow morning. I've been doing double Mandus uh, since they've been opening back up. One 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Full-body electronic muscle stimulation. That's where to go. The science is real. Also, uh, the safest fitness program. It's by appointment. It's one-on-one or two-on-one at max. Mandu.com. Check them out. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. The Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief by saving you an average at 20% on your uh, personal insurance. TuckerTN.com. And if you need new hardwood floors, CalvinAndSubtle.com is where to go. Taking CDC precautions uh, to helping helping you update upgrade those floors. Also, sponsor of the hardwood highlights uh, that we put out there each Saturday morning on our social media. CalvinAndSubtle.com is where to go. Uh, Zach, uh, we a long talk about Taylor Lewan today. We have a couple topics about Lewan. We and Lewan have an interesting relationship when it comes from A to Z Sports and Taylor Lewan uh, because of things that have been said in the past about his ability to be a pro bowler. He made three consecutive pro bowls. He had the PED suspension last year that made him ineligible for the Pro Bowl last season. Still played at a very high level, but yesterday the story was Lawan saying, I want to take a bigger leadership role with the Tennessee Titans in 2020, and it, it makes sense that this is what he wants to do this year. Well, this is the perfect time to step up, and we'll talk about when Mike Malarkey stripped the captain patch from his jersey, which I'm sure, look, tough times. Everybody goes through ups and downs. Taylor Juan has been through ups and downs. The highs of the Pro Bowls, as he's most eloquently referenced to me quite quite every year that he's made it. But he's also had some struggles, right? When he when he when the the C patch was ripped off, and then last year when he was suspended for the first first four games. But the one thing about Lawan, and we'll talk about his best and worst attributes here, here pretty soon, but he's he's always accountable for himself. Everybody makes mistakes, but he is very, very accountable. He talks to media media very openly and honestly and tells everybody how he actually feels in the moment that he feels it. And yesterday, I think he was very honest about saying, look, I've got to step up as a leader. Luan, I'll put it very, very succinctly, right? Buck actually brought up a very good point of he's the longest tenured offensive lineman that is a Titan, right? Sure. Yeah. He's been through the struggles. And Luan has talked to us about this. He's been through the crap years. Like Titans fans have been through the crap years, right? Those two and 14 teams, the Mettenberger, pick six, Pittsburgh Steelers, prime time. You remember that? Yeah. Luan's been through that. And he, he was, he remember when they got shellacked at Pittsburgh, four interceptions for Marcus Moore. Like he's been through those years. And so now they just went to the AFC championship game. Jarrell Casey, no longer on the team. Delaney Walker, no longer on the team. Logan Ryan, no longer on the, the team. This is his ability to step up and become the leader that, let's just face it, he's, he's had to have – there's been some hurdles in his way to take the next step as a leader. Here's one thing. You look at his Wikipedia page, the Pro Bowls, and the X, X numbers, he's a really, really talented player. As a first-round pick, he – it was a great pick. I, like they they got Taylor Lewan right when they selected him in the top ten. If you can select a top, uh, a left tackle and have him the highest paid offensive lineman at some point in time in his career, you've done the right move. Yeah, things but are now, going well. Here's the right. second step. Yeah, sure. And and I think the I think the the approach Lewan has taken to leadership for the Titans, I think it's correct. And 
I, I think a lot of people, when they hear Lawan say, I want to be a, a bigger, better leader for this team next year, a lot of fans might roll their eyes because the first thing that comes to mind is the holding penalties, obviously the, the personal foul penalties, the PED suspension from last year. But you have to understand the entire now six-plus going on seventh year of Lawan's career. And he talked about that yesterday on the Zoom. His second year in the league, Ken Withenhunt gave him a C-patch, made him a Titans captain. And he himself admitted that he wasn't ready personally to take that role, that he didn't know who he was he as a Dexter McCluster. Um, I, I don't know. I know McCluster had the C-patch at some point uh, during that stint. I don't know but where. It was a Le- different time, different era. I, I yeah, do. I don't know where Lawan's C-patch went mid-season because Mike Malarkey took over. Uh, midseason and took the C patch away from the one, which was a wake up call for Taylor. And I think he understands that. And he's grown as a person. Like, I feel like you bring up Lawan's personality and how he's held himself accountable. Taylor Wan has gone through a big change of his personal of himself in front of a lot of different people over the six plus years he's been in the NFL. I remember his opening press conference after being the 11th overall draft pick in 2014. I remember him talking about having a pet pig at his offensive line house playing at Michigan. I remember all these goofy stories and how this guy is going to be a great uh, uh, Titan for the media to go to. He had a radio show his second year as well, but he was focused too much on outside things. And so you've heard Lawan say over the last several years that I'm just trying to be the best left tackle I can be for the Tennessee Titans. I just play left tackle. I don't play quarterback. I don't play defense. I play left tackle. I'm trying to be the best left tackle I can be because that's what he needed to do to make himself successful on the field. And now, now that he's found himself and who he is, now he can take that and become a leader and step into that leadership role. I think Roger Saffold said it well yesterday too. After he talked, uh, after we talked to Lawan, he was asked about Lawan's leadership role, and he said the sky's the limit. And Lawan can be a fantastic leader, and and has been uh, for the Titans over the last several months. And here's one thing to say before we get into our first question, because uh, I, I do think that it kind of leads right into it, right? We're going to ask you guys, are you pro Taylor Lewan? Are you skeptical of him? Because let's just take this past last, this last season, right? Of all the things that he did, he came, he was coming off of a pro bowl season. Now Marcus Mariota going into a contract year, this off season was going to be the next step for the Titans. It ended up being the next step for the Titans, just in a very different way than all of us thought, but Gets popped for PEDs. We had the story, and then he, he he decided to do it on his own terms, which I think he appreciated. He wanted to do that. But he also got suspended, right? He refuted it. He wanted to take a lie detector test. But lie detector tests don't matter when the NFL is ruling over you. <laughs> yeah. right? 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 So he took his lickings, and he sat out four games. And that was tough. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Tell everybody a quick story about Taylor Lewan. I remember Luan and I have a, a up and down relationship. One day he hates me, one day he likes me. It's just how it is. I remember the second day of training camp, right? The PED things had been unleashed. He had talked to the media and he, he approached me about what we knew about the situation in the previous summer. And one of the things he he said, he was like, this was the second practice. He was like, yeah, man, yesterday, which was the first day of practice, he said, I was in my own head, Right. He couldn't get past that he was letting down his team. He was running second team. Taylor Lewan, the pro bowler, was running second team. Well, here's one thing that he did. He got through that adversity. He got over the hump. For four weeks, he couldn't play alongside Roger Saffel, which had been the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then here's the other thing, and this is why I think it goes into the question. He came back, and he started making boneheaded mistakes, right? He started getting really big penalties in the time. Uh, uh, unfortunate times. What did he do after that, though? He corrected it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember in the locker room, he, he goes, look, I get it, guys. I get it. I get it. It's my fault. I can't do this. It's my fault. I don't want to hear it. After that, we never really like got mad at Lawan for his penalties the rest of the year, and they went on to the AFC Championship game. So, So here's the whole situation. Through all of those, I saw a lot of ups and downs. That was a roller coaster, and that was only like less than 365 days. It's pretty crazy. The question we're asking you is, 
Are you pro Taylor Lewan? Do you believe that he can step into this leader role? Or are you skeptical because of the ups and downs? I think he's always proven that he can do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But can he do it for the long period of time? And I have a theory. I have a theory on how Titans fans feel about Taylor Lewan. And I will get your comments on the questions Zach just asked you guys. And I will give my theory about how Titans fans feel about Taylor Lewan. But first, let me tell you about Mandu, the pulse of fitness. I got my Mandu workout tomorrow morning. Looking forward to it. I'm going to spend 15 minutes of full body electronic muscle stimulation. And that 15 minutes is going to simulate five plus hours in the weight room. I'm getting deep within my muscle fibers. I'm targeting that hard to burn fat uh, away. I've got the in-body analysis to track my progression, know what my body needs more of. And guys, Mandu is the safest fitness program you can possibly think of when it comes to this pandemic. Because most of your gyms might be reopening right now, and they might have, probably definitely have, a lot of restrictions on what you can do and how you can do it. Mandu, the only thing that's changed is the fact that their trainers wear a mask. That's it, because they sanitize everything between every session. It's by appointment only. There's only like max three people in the room. So mandu.com, that's where you should go. Your first workout absolutely free at mandu.com. High noon, Blitz 2000, Rams, Titans, trying to get back on the winning streak after a terrible loss yesterday against the Saints. You're going to see a new defensive scheme. You're going to see some new offensive plays. I had to go back. I had to, look, I had to take a step back. Sometimes you have to do that midseason, even if you are 4-2 and two in a really good football team. Yeah. you got to take a step back and figure that out high noon. I want to read some comments because uh, – I, 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 no, 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 no. I, I want to read some comments then I want to get to your point. Okay. Because I, I, I do think that this, this is important. I think Tress brings up a very, very important thing. We talked about it because then you can go with the, the, the split thing. Tress said – Impactful things in one's life can impact you not only in your personal life, but also in your your career. Tress brings up he got married, had a daughter, and since then has matured a ton, and his growth commands the respect. I do agree with that. I think that had a lot of impact of what he did. He's, well, but, he said that. Right? He's spoken and, about that. Right. Yeah. But, Austin, I'm now curious to see how you feel on why the reasons this fan base is split on if they trust Lawan or are they skeptical of Lawan? Yeah, so that that's the question that Zach has posed. Do you do you, are you pro Lawan or are you skeptical of Lawan? Because yesterday Zach uh, put up a graphic on our social media um, uh, during Lawan's talk because Lawan had a quote. He said, "Quote getting to the last dance. That's what I care about." Lawan talking about getting to the Super Bowl, and I went on our Facebook page, just scrolling through, monitoring things. And the comments that I saw on that post of Taylor Wan saying, I want to be in the Super Bowl, the comments I was kind of surprised by because I see Perry saying, yeah, great. That starts with not getting hit with so many penalties. Guy misses four games, and he has three more penalties than anyone else on the team. Hasn't done anything to help the team since getting paid. That was one comment. Uh, then one comment by Ryan about uh, Lawan having his eye on the prize. He says photos of the actual prize and it's a steroid pill bottle uh so then you see another one Man, um, i didn't see any of these yeah th yes and then james says i hope isaiah wilson shows him where to put the hands on the arms uh, on not the arms but the jersey numbers below insinuating that lawan gets penal holding penalties Good all over Lord. the place and yeah and then <laughs> um and, uh, more comments uh joe if he got paid for his play he would have owed the titans money last year uh, William, prove it. Step up, block, be a team player, play harder, smarter, get results. Chuck, cool. maybe Taylor will play smarter football this season. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was like, this is a quote about Lawan saying, I want to take that next step and be in the Super Bowl. And these are the responses. So, this is on Facebook, only Facebook. And you put that up on Twitter, you put it up on Instagram. Instagram was kind of split, mixed between Twitter. Likes Taylor Lewan as a whole. Twitter is pro Lewan. Facebook, no. And I have a theory of, of why. Because where is Taylor Lewan? Taylor Lewan is on Twitter. Bussin' with the Boys is on Twitter. Twitter works better with podcasts. Facebook doesn't. And so, well, that's people, incorrect. We work better on Facebook than I'm, we do. I'm talking. I'm talking about podcasts. Well, we like, are a not, podcast. Zach, not live podcasts 
podcast. Like podcast links on Twitter outperform podcast links on Facebook. That's true. We run the analytics. I live podcast. You're not. It's there's a difference between a live show and a podcast podcast. So Lawan and Bustin with the boys. People on Twitter have respected and and know Lawan's personality. People on Facebook only look at Lawan as a football player, and that's my theory on on how Titans fans are split on Taylor Lawan. It's just the social media base. That's what you're social saying. media base. Yes, I think they're split on Lawan as on social media, and generally, generally speaking, not everybody, but generally, Twitter is more pro Lawan. Facebook is more. Anti slash okay. We'll take social media out of it, Austin. What do you think the fan base is actually? Well, I, social that's, media, and that's I, look. I, I don't know because I'm not in the stadium. Because well, what I, do you think? What I do mean, I think? We talk to these fans. What do you think? What's that, your opinion? We, we talk to these fans on social media. That's what I'm saying. That if you talk to somebody on Facebook, they're probably more prone to be skeptical of Lawan. But if you talk to them on Twitter, they've probably interacted or seen Lawan's personality more because that's where he is. What do you think? What's your opinion? About what? About what the fan base overall feels about Taylor Lawan. I, I think a lot of times uh, the fan base is holding too many grudges on Lawan's penalties and they don't actually understand of how how well he's playing. Okay, so you're you think that the fan base is skeptical, which I look, I respect. That's your opinion. I, I think I think a lot of the fans are holding. Look, penalties are penalties. That's skepticism. I get it. Right, you answered. Uh, thank you. I I I understand why you think that. Like Layla brings up on IG, she says, "I'm skeptical of Luan until he quits getting penalties." See. Right? But right, but, uh, but look, it's, the reason why we ask this question is because there's not just one true answer, right? But you also have, uh, you know, D- Joe coming in here says pro Lawan 100. I think he's turned a corner. Uh, Jacob says Lawan is for the boys. This is on Facebook, mind you, right? Uh, pro Lawan from Deborah Facebook. I believe that he will prove it. Uh, Lane says he'll see those comments and it will fuel his fire for a fantastic season. And, and, and you know what? Lane brings up a good point and says it will fuel his fire. I, look, he has said to me personally, he says, when you said that I was not a pro bowler or born yeah, to be a pro bowler, that pissed me off to make me play better, right? Yeah. Tommy and, and, on again, Facebook says well, I'm pro Lawan. Uh, again, not everybody on Facebook is anti Lawan. I'm just saying as a whole, Facebook is more skeptical of Lawan than Twitter seems to be from me being and living on social media because we run a social media business. That's my research and my theory to present to all of you. All right. So Ramon says Lawan will be the next leader. Here's what I think the fan base thinks, right? I think the fan base, they are pro Lawan and for a couple of reasons, right? I think that they, They hold him accountable, which I love because I love holding people accountable. In today's age, all they want to do is sweep all the bad crap that they've done under the rug. Well, the Titans fans, they will not do that with Taylor Lewan. And one of the reasons why is because he faces it head on. I I love Lewan's personality. He may not oh, like me at absolutely. times. Absolutely. And that there's nothing to do with my feelings about Lawan. I'm no, viewing I'm, I'm not talking yeah. about you, Austin. This okay. is not you had your time. I, I'm I'm explaining the reasons why why I think what I think. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're pro Lawan because they understand, I think truly, they understand what a good left tackle he is for the football team. Is he is he open and does he does he make boneheaded plays and does he get frustrated at times? Will he continue to do that? Yes, because that's his personality. Austin, if you piss me off, I'm going to attack you because that's my personality. If you do the same thing to Lawan, he usually retaliates. Now, will he retaliate at the same level? I don't think so. I think he's trying to, to find this leadership role for himself, and a leader cannot lose his head, right? So I think we are going to start seeing the stair steps of what it is, but I think overall Titans fans understand the impact of what a left tackle can do for a football team, and I think they understand the impact that Taylor Lewan is for the football team playing football. Yeah, I, but again, the comments that I saw yesterday a lot, like this was a comment about Lawan t- wanting to be in the Super Bowl, and, and people were were going after him about that. But I, I agree with you. Like, look, and, and uh, Johnny says, I believe Lawan's passion and heart is uh, is for the team. Step up now, Taylor, and lead. I, I think uh, 
Lawan's passion and the fire that he plays with makes him who he is as a player, makes him as good as he is as a player, and also puts him in situations where he gets bad penalties at times. But you don't take that away. You want Lawan to be himself because himself is a three-time Pro Bowler, and that's what you want Lawan to play at. He's going to have penalties at times. And Yes, that's going to hurt the team, but he did a good job after the first few weeks of after the suspension of getting back. I don't think he's going to get suspended again. I think he's been able to restructure and, and relook at how he's going about his mental health with supplements where that's not going to happen. He's not going to make that mistake uh, again. But I, I think Lawan is painted unfairly by some portion of the fans who overreact to the penalties. Offensive linemen are going to get penalties for holding. DBs are going to get beat and give up touchdowns. That's the nature of those two positions. And so I think fans are too quick to burn DBs for getting burnt. And I think fans are too quick to get on tackles for having holes. But, but that's how the positions go. Because it's all about pass rushers and scoring touchdowns. And everybody's got great pass rushers. And so those two positions are kind of on an island. The tackle's out there on an island against a really good pass rusher, a better athlete than he is, and the DB's on an island against a great athlete too. But his play after those penalties, after his PED suspension, proved like we didn't have a problem with Lawan for the, for the the run, the AFC Championship run, basically starting when after Carolina. I mean that that's kind of when they started getting hot. That Kansas City game after that. We didn't hear from 77. Well, and Roger, Roger Saffold, yeah, Roger Saffold said the Denver game, which conveniently was, happened to be the Marcus Mariota out Ryan Tannehill, you're in game. Well, that was the big move, right? And here's what we – and I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because when he said that, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, that's not true. They played like trash against Carolina the first half of the uh, the, the first half. But, yeah. but that, 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 was, that was a play-calling philosophy. I, I think here – that was – I don't know what happened at St. Thomas Sports Park that week. The quarterback changed. But that's a massive week in a franchise, right? They drafted Marcus Mariota number two overall. He had been their leader. He had been their captain. He had been their signal caller. He had been the face of the franchise. But he'd been hurt. Now, all of a sudden, he didn't play good. You have now started to see a shift of, okay, we, we no longer trust Marcus Mariota. That's what it told me. God knows what it was going through like in the player's mind, right? You've been telling us this is our leader, this is our leader. We know that he hasn't played good. Now Ryan Tannehill steps in, and I think Roger Saffold is absolutely right. That's when everything changed. Maybe not the play right away because they struggled in the first half against Carolina and ended up losing that game, but that's when the coaching staff, Mike Vrabel, said, look, we're going in a different direction. Trust me. And, and trust Ryan Tannehill, and then everything worked out. Yeah, I want to read a, a few comments um, because uh, about Lawan talking about leadership. And because Rob said, you lead by example, uh, not words. Titans for Life said, I hate when guys go around saying, quote, I want to be a leader. Just do it, don't say it. Tommy says, I like Lawan, but I do wish he would do more and say less. Uh, but again, like this is Lawan being asked by a media member about taking a bigger leadership role. This is not Taylor Wan standing on top of a mountain and announcing, everybody, I want to be a better leader. That's not what he's answering a question. Because if you also look at what Roger Saffold said about Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold was asked about Lewan's leadership capabilities and potential. And Saffold says, it's more about what you do and not what you say. And he's been doing that. He's been helping his teammates and been fantastic. The possibilities are endless for Taylor Lewan as a leader. So, there, so Lewan is doing what Rob, Tommy, and Titans for Life are asking them to. But when he's asked the question about being a better leader, I thought he answered it great. And he answered it with honesty about his path. His path as an NFL player, he got a leadership captain's patch early where he probably had not earned it yet. He lost it. It was stripped. He found out who he was as a, as a person, and he got suspended. And you can't be a leader when you get suspended, but now he's come back out of that. This season makes sense for him to step up to that. You know who did that after he got suspended for a substance, uh, a, a PEDs essentially? 
Do what? Yeah, it's kind of ins and outs, but it was control. It would be based on substance. Von Miller. Von Miller became a captain after he got suspended for the first four games and let his team down because of it. Different situation than one. I understand that. But still, missing not being on the field when you're a premier player, that that hurts not only the person, Lawan and Von Miller in this case, but it hurts the team, right? What did they start, Austin? What was their first after six games? Two and four. Two and four. Like, I do. You, I don't think that that – I don't know because of the quarterback play, but I don't think that they're two and four. I don't think that they're two and four if Lawan is on the field for the first four games. Well, I, de- I mean, I don't know because that Jacksonville game in week three, Dennis Kelly wasn't great, but my goodness, Jamil Douglas was terrible and Mario was sacked nine times. But so- Lawan being on the field on that ja- in that Jacksonville game – Obviously, a Dory Jackson's muff punt didn't help. But, but it all, yeah. But again, Lawan being helped. a left tackle he would help everything. Yes, but Lawan being a left tackle would not have impacted if Jamil Douglas could block. He got sacked more times when they, they had an opportunity to come back. Right, fourth down, delay. Uh, I guess in fact, we we well. like they might have won one more game with Lawan because what did they lose? They lost to the Colts. Maybe they win that game if Lawan is there because that was a tight game regardless. I think Lawan would say they would. I don't think think Lawan being on the field changes the Thursday night Jags game in week three whatsoever. That was just a disaster. The point is, I don't know if they start two and four if Lawan's on the field. Okay, so I said, so he was on the field for a loss versus the Bills, and he was on the field for a loss at Denver. And you can say maybe he was knocking off the rust because he wasn't with Saffold, but – Maybe three and three with Lawan, which hey, that would might have won the division late in the year. So one game means a lot in the NFL for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. so here, here's what we're gonna do next. Best and worst. We've been doing this for some time. And and we've been doing it. We did it to Ryan Tannehill, did it to Derrick Henry, did it to AJ Brown. Johnny Smith. Uh, Johnny Smith. And we are now, because Taylor Lawan is in the news, we're gonna ask the best and worst about him. All right, but first, Zach is going to tell you who uh, sponsors the best and worst segment every day, and that is the Tucker Agency. Yeah, Tucker Agency is where you need to go to get your insurance. Look, it's very easy to reorganize your insurance. You don't have, like, you've signed a contract with them, but you can get out of that really quick if you can save money elsewhere. Tucker Agency, Will Tucker owns the Tucker Agency. Will at TuckerTN.com. That's Will at TuckerTN.com. Email him directly. Say, look, I heard you on A to Z Sports. How do I save money on my insurance? He will walk you through the steps, very simple. And maybe you save a couple hundred extra dollars per month over the next several months. An average customer saves 20%. 20% on their insurance can mean a ton, especially in this coronavirus time where a lot of people have lost their income. Millions of people have lost their jobs. TuckerTN.com, but email Will. It's Will, W-I-L-L, at TuckerTN.com. He can help anybody, anywhere, right? So you don't have to be from Middle Tennessee, even though they are originated in Middle Tennessee. I know we have a lot of people watching elsewhere outside of the area. Will at TuckerTN.com. All right, it is these sports here live on a Friday. We've got good news later on in the show to send us to the weekend. Should have some really nice weather this weekend as well. So uh, the question is, what is the best attribute about Taylor Lewan. Uh Houston starts us off by saying the best is his run blocking slash personality. Um, Zach, I, I think I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. To me, the best thing about Lawan is holding himself accountable uh, because I get he's not perfect. He's made mistakes on the field, off the field, but he's always he's never shied away from the media. He's always held. He's whenever he's talked about himself whenever he's talked to the media after the game it's always focused on how he made the mistakes and it, it, he has to be better and he knows that so the best thing about him is his accountability yeah so Ramon says we as a football uh, as football fans need to see the urge of a player to be successful and enjoys smashing others Lawan is one of them and Isaiah Wilson has the same personality or could have the same personality. We'll find out in the NFL. Might have the same on-field personality. We don't know. I mean, it would be really difficult for any other offensive lineman to match Lawan's overall personality. So Rob brings up something very interesting. He says his best is his potential. The worst is that it hasn't been reached yet, right? 
So that's big time. There's a lot of unbelievable if, left tackles in this league. Well, if you've got a three-time Pro Bowler and you say that he hasn't reached his potential yet, then that's a pretty good thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that means he's playing at a high level and you think he can get even higher. And look, Lawan has a chance to make a Pro Bowl his fourth this year. And, and because he is a three-time Pro Bowler, his name is out there. It's a part of the Pro Bowl voting is fan voting, which means popularity contest. So, Lawan has an opportunity to make a lot of Pro Bowls for the next several years. I believe he's only like 27, 28 years old. He's got a chance to play for a long time and make a lot more Pro Bowls. Yeah, uh, Ethan agrees with you as far as accountability. Willie Walker says it's trash talking and uh, not so many words. Jeff says Lawan uh, sets the tone for the offensive line. He's willing to go to bat for anybody on the offense. Uh, he's authentic, Deborah says, understands his role. Louis says his hands are his best his best attribute. Uh, Tress says the highest paid left tackle at one time, three time Pro Bowler. Not everyone can be Bruce Matthews. Come on, that's a high it's a high standard, right? You can watch Bruce Matthews plays at high noon this afternoon. <laughs> Bliss two thousand. Bruce Matthews on that team? Yeah, they he don't is. they don't really name the offensive lineman or the DBs. No, it's just numbers. But uh, I think he, they have his race wrong because they have him as an African-American and Bruce Matt, number 74 is it's Caucasian, right? That's Blitz 2000. So they, they got that mixed up. They also have Steve McNair left-handed. So uh, look, this is the emergence of N64 video games. So we'll kind of give them a pass. David says the best is identifying the problem. The worst is fixing the problem. So David, I think, brings up a point. We've heard the same story quite a bit when he makes mistakes. He's very accountable, right? He admits his wrongs. That's a positive, right? You don't want him to be in denial to say, look, I'm not doing anything wrong after he gets the two penalties in key situations. He doesn't do that, but it's about fixing it. So he's told us yesterday he wants to become a leader. Only he can prevent forest fires, right? Only he can go forward and become that leader. I'm going to do something for the first time in the history of this show or in the history of this segment that we've been doing. Oh. Because my best attribute is his worst attribute. And I'll, I'll explain and I'll tell you exactly what that means. The best part about Taylor Lewan is that he cares. He cares. Like, he actually cares what people think. He cares what the perception of Pro Bowl votings are. He cares what radio hosts say at times in their young careers. He cares what people think about him. He's got a podcast. He cares how he plays. He cares how his teammates think of him, right? He told us that yesterday as far as being a leader. He cares about his team. He cares about winning a Super Bowl. He cares about Nashville as a community. His family, his wife has shown that. He cares. But it's also the worst because I put myself in this boat. Sometimes you can care too much and make mistakes. I think he cares too much. I think, as an example, he came back off of that suspension. He cared too much and got all of those penalties just because he was trying to be the Pro Bowl tackle that he is, right? He pressed. He was pressing. Right? I think he cared too much in the offseason, started taking a lot of supplements, trying to get his brain right, as he said. And then it messed up and came out and bit him in the in the ass, honestly, because he maybe didn't get the right proteins or whatever that situation was. So his best attribute is also his worst attribute. I think it absolutely can be. He cares about everything around him and himself, but at times it gets him in trouble because he cares too much about things. And look, I I have the same problem. And Yo, I, hey, I, I care way too much and it pisses me off. <laughs> and I get upset at people that probably don't deserve to get upset at, but I just do. All right, a couple more comments to get to. I, I like one from Ethan, and I'm going to read about what Zach just said. But first, Zach, tell the people about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to get your next hardwood floors. Very, very simple. Give them a call, 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. You've probably been at your house for the last two months. Kids running around, trucks going on the hardwood, scuffing them up. Maybe, you, maybe your dog's been pissing all over the couch because you've constantly been there. Maybe. You need to replace your, your all of your, your hardwood floors or your carpet. You need to replace that stuff. Very easy to do at CalvinAndSuttle.com. They're trusted here locally, trusted here in, in Middle Tennessee. 615-448-6414. This is how it works. You call them up. They come out. They take a look at what you need to be replaced. 
You go to their showroom. They take CDC precautions with gloves and masks. Make sure they are standing their distance. You can look through all the hardwood floor samples that they have. You pick out your perfect hardwood floor. One to two weeks. Materials ordered and installed. That's how simple, cost-effective, and trustworthy for brand-new hardwood floors. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Uh, Zach, high noon. It's, uh, what, Titans-Rams week seven blitz. You're four and two. You got to get week eight, I think. You got to get after the bye week. You got to get back on the winning road after losing to the Saints yesterday. Uh, G-Man on base says, after a while, being accountable actually becomes an excuse. I mean, like, I don't know what else you – for a professional athlete, like – at some point, they're going to continue to get asked the same questions. Like they have to, they yeah, can't they do just, the same thing every week, right? right? Like, like if they they play a game, they talk to the media. They go practice, they talk to the media three times a week. Then they play another game, they talk to the media, rinse and repeat. I don't know like, if somebody's going to ask the same question over and over and over. I don't know what you want them to say. Uh, Ethan Ramsey nails it. Zach and Taylor Wan. Two sides of the same coin, the yin to their yang. Because uh, you talk about how you also care uh, uh, too much at times like that. Uh, Tress says uh, Pro Football Focus has Lawan with 10 penalties on 711 snaps in 2019. What's the three times a game, Rob? Because I've seen Rob say that Lawan has holding penalties three times a game. Everything about Lawan's penalties are overblown. Two games he had back-to-back penalties against Carolina in the, early in the game and I believe against Jacksonville early in the game. Now, the Titans were able to overcome those penalties in the Jags game, not necessarily in the Panthers game, but outside of like a couple series, Lawan was pretty damn good all over, the, the and he was playing at a high level, uh, and I, I think people – look too much at the penalties. So I uh, think that sure. he can he can take that that care that we talked about, the accountability that we talked about, take all of his positive his attributes and and this is what he's going to try to do over the next season moving forward in his career, right? I think this is how you become a leader is you have to transfer your care, your drive, how you work to others. And it's it's hard to do. Like, I, I don't understand. I'm sure Luan doesn't understand why somebody cannot care as much as him, right? I, I, I struggle with it. We relate but, to that. But, but it's shifting, right? Shifting your focus and figuring that out. And it's another test for Luan, and that's, he's open to that. I would rather him be open to the task of trying to become that man than shying away from it and saying, look, I'm just trying to play left tackle. I'm, like he said that now, what is he trying? Now he's trying to play left tackle, be the best left tackle he can be, but also help his teammates involved in a leadership outward role. So I, I like the way that it's moving, and the best part is we'll all find out, right? Time will tell. That besides the damn coronavirus, hopefully that doesn't impede on this thing, but we will find out how his progression of his career works out in the future, and I can't wait to see. Yeah, uh, Davis says, Austin, you can't keep dismissing his penalties if you expect accountability and improved performance. Look, I, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't get myself stuck on holding penalties because I understand holding penalties are going to happen because in opportune time, those are effort penalties though. Like you have to understand, like a holding penalty is an effort thing. And which is fine. That means you're going hard. You're actually trying hard. And yes, you might have a holding penalty because you got beat, but that's going to happen. Now, one thing that I can't get on board with and that I will always be annoyed with is pre-snap stuff because there was a couple times where Lawan had issues with having false starts. And I cannot, I do not understand three things, three penalties in football, false starts, I don't understand lining up in the neutral zone. And the one thing that I can't say the most is when guys, when kickers kick the ball out of bounds on a kickoff. I don't, that those would make no sense to me. There should not be false starts. You damn sure not line up in the neutral zone. That's the easiest thing to avoid. And the kickers don't kick it out of the ends or don't kick it out of bounds. That's ridiculous and avoidable. So holding penalties are going to happen. Just the pre-snap stuff. If he can eliminate that, then now he's actually growing and in the penalty aspect well and one of the things i think that he's definitely improved on is the post snap or the the post whistle stuff right 
early on in his career, that's another thing one can control, right? You piss me off, the whistle blows. I have to no longer be pissed off. I mean, right? Like, I've got to wait and hone that energy till the next snap, right? And I think early on, he didn't realize that. Well, the Green Bay South, game, the, yeah. the, the Oakland game early on in his career come to mind. Yeah, Sal says, how about when he used to launch his body into piles of bodies after the whistle, LOL. Well, and, That's and what Sal, I'm talking about. Well, yeah, and Sal, Sal, you used past tense, used to. Because he hasn't, I, I don't remember the last time he's had a personal foul after the, the play. Right. Now, everybody loved, though, when I forget who, it might have been Richard Sher- Sherman in the Seahawks game a few years ago, when Richard Sherman or another Seahawks defender lit up Marcus Mariota late. Everybody loved Lawan rushing and sticking his nose uh, right in their face after that to protect Mariota. Everybody loved that. So you have to. You know, the passion is always going to be everybody, there. Everybody loved the arrow right through Josh Norman's heart, right? Everybody loved that gif. That was funny. <laughs> For sure. A to Z sports. And, and, and he did that after the the whistle, the final whistle, right? Yeah, after the game was over. So there was nothing there. But um, so uh, I haven't said the worst thing about LaJuan yet. The worst thing to me is still his – his false starts, his pre-snap penalties that he's had a couple of, because you shouldn't have those. I understand it's loud at times, but you should not have pre-snap penalties. Uh, I get the holdings are going to happen. The illegal hands in the face thing that somebody brought up too, that's a technique thing, I guess, as a holding could be as well. So I'm not going to get bent out of shape. The worst thing is, yes, he has penalties from time to time, but he does a lot of really good things. I think that you you softy on that, but. Well, what else? What what's the worst thing about it? the fact well, yeah, that he reached? I mean, every left. You could oh, say that that's the worst of every single player okay. in football. Right, the worst that thing was a, that was that, a weak word. Like right. I'm not sitting here saying that's your opinion, but that was oh, a weak okay. Word. Well, the worst thing is that he reads Twitter too much. Like, is that a worst? I, thing? You, you're not. I'm not. You don't ask me that. You were asked the question. That's well, because the, the actual the answer is when you're looking at Lawan as a football player, the worst thing, the blemish, is the PED suspension and the penalties. That I mean, those are the two things. Like, that's really the only thing you can have an issue with. I don't think you should overweigh the penalty issue because I, he fixed those. I get what you're saying, but the problem is, and Dom brings it up, you brought his worst attribute as athletes because they can't be perfect all the time. Every single athlete, you say their worst attribute, could you could just put your, well, your answer into that form. Every athlete, right? I mean, oh, I, I don't like how quarterbacks overthrow players, right? Like yes, that's always going to happen. That's why well, I then, then, like. I, I, but you out. said that he cares too much. But like, that's his worst thing. Which I get that. I'm not going to repeat what you just said. Well, like, I know not, it was mine. I know because I was I was going to go something else. Like I think really one thing that LeJuan uh, shouldn't do is read Twitter mentions after a game. But I mean, is that that? That's not that big of a deal. Like that's not that big of a deal. So I don't I don't care about that. Well, look, I it's your answer. I can't answer for you. I just uh, did, I thought it was a weak answer. Okay, Sal says, well, there's not a lot of options. That's the point. There's not a lot of options for the worst thing about Lawan. The worst thing is that he has penalties at times. Sal says, and how much money he makes. Just kidding. Uh, because that, that's going to be something if the salary cap drops over the next year or so because of the coronavirus. Well, that's is- damned if you do, damned if you don't for for – the general manager because you have to sign him when you sign him because if you wait, you're going to have to pay him even more because the price is going to go up, right? There's the strategy behind it. They figured out early on once Lawan played a few years that he was going to be the left tackle of the future. They signed him to the contract. He sat out of like one practice, got the deal done, and it was probably the best move because at that time, he got the storyline of being the highest paid player offensive lineman in the NFL, and then he all of a sudden he wasn't because another guy got signed, right? That's how the industry works. But right. that was the smart, right way to do it because they fi- figured out – I think what they figured out, they figured out what they couldn't figure out about Jack Conklin and his ass walked to another team, right? That happens. Sure. A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Let's get to good news. Ain't that good news? We do this every week, every Friday to send us to the weekend. Get your good news. Uh, out here uh, for what you guys had this week. What's your good news? But first, let me tell you about Renters Warehouse. Here's some great news. Renters Warehouse can help you guys in several different ways. 
uh, during these times. Uh, if you're selling, if you're moving, you don't have to sell your house. You can continue to rent it out, own it, build equity in that home, and then create an extra cash flow. That equity in your home can help you out with some long-term wealth. Also, if you own Airbnb properties or other uh, travel properties like that, then you can uh, temporarily rent out your home with Renters Warehouse because there is no travel right now. But when travel comes back, you can stop using Renters Warehouse because there's no binding contracts. And then you go back to being an Airbnb. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. There's no marketing costs, no binding contracts, nothing like that. No upfront, just 89 bucks a month and they will do everything for your property. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. It is these sports. Make sure that you check out our podcast feed. We got a lot of different content. I listened to the Tighten Up podcast yesterday and I laughed a number of times. They've got a, a different quirky way. If you're a Titans <laughs> fan, I think you'll appreciate their humor and their knowledge of the Titans because you guys probably have that same knowledge. They talk about Tyrone Calico. They talk about what's your one dumpster dive guy, you know, like that you wanted to be so good, like Bishop Sankey, and then it was just not very good. But check out that podcast, also 615 Sessions, Big Orange Podcast. If you're a Vols fan, we got you covered. And we've got some restructuring going on here in the next couple of weeks of that network, which is going to be really cool to kind of prop it up to, to make sure you guys get the content in a great way. All right, A to Z Sports, ain't that good news? I send you guys to the weekend. Zach, I'll let you lead off the good news. What is your good news uh, this week. So I'm going to read a couple of comments. I do have my good news is not about me. It is about something that somebody local tie did for a lot of people. It's a really, really cool story. So I'm going to okay, read that. I like that. Um, uh, Houston says, ain't that good? news? Hopefully a peaceful protest going down uh, downtown tomorrow. I don't know if he's insinuating the Minneapolis protest. Yeah, I don't know if on. that's Nashville or not. I don't know where Houston CCC uh, is. Uh, Louis says, uh, good news, the Predators, NHL coming back. That's absolutely one. Sal says, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf retweeted him. Big moves for Sal. Way to go, Sal. <laughs> I saw one of the, I saw A.J. Brown's retweet for that. That was very good. Good way to go, Sal, on that. Mookie says, good news, officially done with virtual teaching for my two boys. That's probably a sigh of relief right there. Uh, G Man Obey says, good news. I started watching Ken Burns series on baseball again, always learning something new. My good news comes from baseball. So it's a perfect segue. Oh. The, the good news is David Price, I don't know if you saw this, reportedly will pay out $1,000 during the month of June to each minor league player in the Dodgers system, a 40 man roster. Uh, beautiful act, as it was tweeted out by uh, Francie Romero, but Price basically dishing out 40 Gs to minor league baseball players that, God knows, probably don't make that much more than $1,000 a month. That's a big of, deal. Yeah, right? it, it, yeah. Because you can't – and here's the thing. I was thinking about this. Minor league baseball players in general, right, they're chasing their dream, and their dream is go big or go home, literally, right? You're going to go big – they always say go from being on a bus to a private jet in the snap of a finger, right? Getting paid tiddlywinks to hundreds of thousands of dollars in the snap of a finger. If you have not made it and you're a journeyman minor league baseball player, not saying you don't have any other skills, but you haven't been able to exercise those skills. So you can't yeah. just go out and find a good paying job, especially in the environment we live in now. That's big time for David Price. That that yields a golf clap. Way to go. That's my good news of the day. That's pretty sweet. And plus, because a lot of a lot of minor leaguers are, have been cut and because of what's going on right now. So that that is really good. Tress says his good news is poker with the neighborhood guys tonight, golf tomorrow morning. I was supposed to I was going to try to play golf one day this week, one afternoon, but damn rain, too wet of a course, tough. I was trying to go fishing, too. Same Strike thing. says, good news, celebrated nine-year anniversary yesterday. Uh, that is fantastic. Uh, Matthew says, good news, Austin takes over for Zach on Blitz. No, 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 no. Let's get something correct. <laughs> I have not played NFL Blitz in 20 years, right? So Zach is probably – was back then a better blitz player than I, and it definitely is now a better blitz player than I. But I do think I have a couple coaching tips on what he should do. Which <laughs> try this today, please. Try oh, no, 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 no. Before you give me your advice, I have a new strategy today. I just don't Are you say anything. No, 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 don't say anything. Okay. If you want to watch, you can watch high noon playing the Rams. Big game. I've got a new strategy 
and we're going to see if it pays off because I need to cut down on the points, right? Defensively, I'm giving up too many points. Now, I don't know how the, these games are going to end close regardless, but I've got a new strategy. If this strategy does not work, I will then open the gate for your constructive criticism. That's fine. I get that crap all the time while I'm playing the game with all these people watching, which I, I enjoy, but also get pissed off at because I'm playing the damn game. That's just a personal thing. But watch today and see if it makes a difference. All right. Uh, let's see. Cameron James says, uh, can't find your podcast on Stitcher. Do you guys put it there? We will work to do that right now. Our podcast goes out on uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We will work. Uh, to make that because we are doing a lot more with our podcast network uh, for sure. So here's my good news is it was really hard to find good news this week because the world is an absolute mess right now. The country is, is an absolute disaster right now with what's going on in Minneapolis and the words that I, I can't, I can't say strong enough words right here on this platform to justify talking about it. So here's what I'm going to do today is I want to challenge you guys. Today is Friday. We used to do this, Zach, back on radio. You might remember this. Pay it forward Friday. But I'm just going to say pay it forward weekend. Go out there and do something nice for a stranger this weekend, today, tomorrow, whatever. Pay for somebody's coffee. Do something nice for somebody because we need it. We, we, we just need it. So let's do that. Let's go. I'm going to go do it. Zach, you can do it. You guys watching, go do something nice this weekend for a random person Let's just go have fun, love people, be nice, don't worry about things you can't control. Let's go do nice and pay it forward this weekend. That's my goodness. There you go. Amen to that. I uh, hope everybody pays it forward. There is something good, right? I don't know if anybody, if you've gotten your coffee paid for in a Starbucks line randomly. I've had that happen once, and you're just like, wow. Makes you feel awesome. better, right? Right? And then you're like, well, how many, how many people are behind me? Is it a whole suburban full of people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got a family of eight. Oh, golly. How many lattes are they going to order? No, that's a joke. All jokes aside, yeah. go do so. Whether it's holding the door open for somebody, just little things. I, I don't know what it could be. Be creative in it. But yeah, I look, I, I'm all on board with that. I do think that uh, it's hard to, to go forward on this because I do think it's, it's hard to go through. Look, we go through our timelines every day on social media because that's our newspaper, right? That's what it is. That's today's world. It's hard seeing it over and over again. Like I understand what's wrong, but I also understand the people that are talking about it are trying to make an impact and change minds, change lives. And so it, it, it wears on you, right? Like even just over the last couple of days, you know, it wears on you seeing that uh, you know, a reporter was arrested by the police and then, you know, all the things going on in our society that uh, are separated by race, which should not be the case. And it is it is a time to come together in the coronavirus world and the things that have happened over the last several weeks with what everybody's talking about. I think that's a good plan this weekend. Random. And you know what? If we want to share that next week, let's go ahead and share what you did to hold yeah, everybody accountable. Yeah. That's, that's your that. week-long, not homework, because I don't want to make it feel like homework, but Pay it forward. Well, hell, sometimes you gotta have homework for people. Yeah, well, let's just let's call it a project, right? It's a project because projects can be fun. Homework, nobody wants homework, but projects are fun sometimes. So and you don't have to film it. Like, here's no, the hard no, part. No, don't but, film it. But here's the hard part, right? Is that when you do a good deed in today's society, it's always like, well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, oh, look, look this is what I did, right? And it shouldn't be about that. Knowing your heart of hearts, what you did, and if you want to tell us, this is the platform to actually say what you did, right? Well, we don't need video evidence. We trust you. We've built a relationship. Just do it, well, and we trust you. Because what I'm thinking is the people that are watching us right now, if everybody or at least half of the people just go do something nice for a random person this weekend, then the spider web effect of that is going to just multiply, and you have no idea how far it'll reach. Yeah, it will be more than when it started, right? Absolutely. That's the concept. That's a guarantee. All right, guys. With that said, have a great weekend. Uh, Buck, we'll see you. Uh, well, Zach is going to see you on Blitz high noon today, noon central. Uh, Buck will be back Sunday night with A to Z Sports primetime. We will see you Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks for watching. See you later. Adios.